Hi, this is Cinda Williams, and I am extremely blessed to tell you about a new book on survival called Faith, Failure, and Success, Volume 2, Surviving the Storm. Erica Summers, Martha Chavez, Latrice Rice, Nicole Reed, Vanya Hudson, and I have come together to share our deepest, darkest challenges with you and how we overcame. Please check it out on Amazon.com and wherever books are sold. Cinda Williams here and welcome to Season 3, Episode 17 of the PPC Podcast. I am sitting here in sunny Los Angeles, listening to the leaves blow in the wind and the birds singing in the trees. And I think today that might make me in the minority. It's a good one. And on that note, let's get on with it. In this month of May, I am focusing on mothers of all sorts. As we perceive the world through our experiences, we can come to believe that we are alone and pushing through life as a minority. We see others struggling because the world says, for instance, women are less than, people of color are less than, children from broken homes are less than, and folks who struggle financially are less than. But in my opinion, these thoughts are true if and only if a person decides that they are true. Because truth is subjective. Contrast is the way life teaches us what we will stand for and what we want. Well, my guest today, my sister, a mother, attorney, general counsel, and senior VP of the Safer Foundation has learned to push beyond her perceived limitations to become a majority of her own experiences. Everybody, introducing... Sadika Rose Williams. Sadika Rose Williams, welcome to the PPC podcast. For the second time, you are my first repeat guest. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me on your little tiny break. Yes. Uh, Well, if I'm going to spend time in a day, I'd rather, this is a enjoyable time for me. So thank you so much for inviting me to join you again. I appreciate it. Well, for those of you that don't know, Sadika Rose Williams is one of my baby sisters, uh, the youngest of the five from my parents. And you also probably don't know that I'm doing a special series on mothers in the month of May. So Sadika, when I think of motherhood, she rings in my mind and she's making the time to do this. So I am so thankful. Also, I want to clarify that I am sitting 
outside so you might hear some birds and it's a beautiful environment uh it's not my typical studio sound so that's what's going on so sadika let's dive on in tell my audience whatever you want to about your beginnings um where you come from i know but they don't uh all whatever you think shaped you to become the woman that you are today okay um you know i i think this year i'm 39 i'm gonna turn 40 in august i would say this year was a reckoning for me in terms of what my childhood actually meant to me and kind of who i am as a mom and a professional um because i don't think i really turned around to this last maybe two or three years i think i just kept moving forward because you know i grew up being very resilient um and you know i was raised by my dad always be strong you know <laughs> daddy and so I just plowed forward, um, but you know, you of course are my big sister, and I very much believe that you saved me um, from maybe myself, or just even you know, just the situation of growing up the way we did. Um, I was the youngest of the first five, you know, and it, with mommy the five kids. Um, and I always viewed myself as kind of like a super minority um, because um, mommy was disabled, you know, had to wear braces. Daddy was never physically present in my life. You had left with Hassan and Fred and Monica was trying to find any way she could to leave. <laughs> mm -hmm. So by all accounts, I was kind of like, I, and I, I'm coming to this realization now as a mother, because I am working with my children to make sure I don't create the same situations that happen for me. But I always did well in whatever I set my mind to. You know, I had to work by myself. I had to do my own homework by myself. I had to clean up by myself. We had to cook for ourselves if we weren't eating fast food um and even though you and you know the others came in a, a large part of our life mommy was depressed and um and so even though she showed us love she wasn't present and engaged in our lives in a way that probably would be needed for for children and so you know and i was talking to aunt sadika because she has made a comment now that she's helping me with my twin boys now that I can't find you in my life, Sadika. I can't find you like as you've grown up. And I was like, that is the theme of what happened to me, which is I was the forgotten child. I, you know, um, and I, I think that happened not because of any malicious intent. It happened because I just was very independent um and i was silent and i was withdrawn into myself you know given and i just felt like nobody really cared what happened to me no matter if it was good or bad so i never told anybody <laughs> because i just felt everyone was living their life everyone had things to do 
Monica had, you know, was going through her thing and everybody was focused on Monica and, you know, what she was doing. And I was just the one that just kind of did, you know, just stayed the course and was quiet. But that had implications for the decisions I made as an adult. And I never dealt with any of those until recently. And I had to with the death of our parents. And that's what, you know, it made me have to look look at myself in the mirror um, in terms of how I prioritize my relationships, including my children. Uh-huh. And, you know, one of my daughters, um, my um, now she's a middle child. She was my baby for at least, you know, um, 12 years. She mm-hmm. reminds me of myself. She's like mm-hmm. a uh, she's a re- she's my reflection, mm-hmm. um, and I just see how she kind of stays to herself. She does extremely well, but she never shares it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm starting to realize if I don't heal from my childhood, that I can never truly be a mother to my children in the way that I'm supposed to be, because I have to accept you know, what happened when we were younger and I received love, you know, from mommy and I received love from daddy in his own way, especially when he got older. But there were things that happened in our life that um, unless it's addressed and resolved, I, you know, like for one, you know, I, I didn't grow up with structure. You right. were like the most structure that I knew. And that was only on summers, you know? Mm-hmm. So I never was, I never knew what it was like to be in a whole, like a family with a mother and a father. And I never knew what it was like to have structure. Mm-hmm. And no one ever taught me that. So the most I had luckily is when I went to Culver and they taught me structure in my own life, but no one ever taught me like how a family should structure. And of course that had implications on me raising kids as a single mom, because I've been single, a single mom. Unfortunately, I am again with my mm-hmm. twin. And I think the last three years have shown me, you know, it's okay to like be honest with yourself. I think I'm a great mom. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I give my all to my kids. They're my everything, but it's okay to like be like, you didn't get, you didn't get raised in a structured environment. So of course you're not, you might not know how to be the best structured with your kids (laughs) in terms of setting an agenda and laying out, you know, different things. And I know I've done that to an extent and I've tried to have them involved in extracurricular activities um, and a whole number of things, but I've had to be real, real with myself about things that I didn't have and things that I need help with by reaching out to the family you know you and my sisters my aunties my family have been amazing just supporting me and I think I've come to a place in my life and I've just struggled always do it myself do it myself do it myself and I did that because when I was younger you had to the only way I could do it 
I didn't know any better. I had Mm -hmm. to survive. And so me, that is the ultimate life cycle I'm breaking out of. And I have been breaking out of the last three years is get out of doing it yourself because, you know, that was unfortunately what I had to go through as a child, but relationships and, you know, family networks are incredibly important and something I'm centering in my life along with wellness. And I want to teach my kids now. I I think that's a a great lesson for, you know, on paper, you know, beyond some of the struggles you're having on paper, you're superwoman. You know, for for those of that you don't know, my sister, she she's a very uh, high player in a nonprofit that changes lives, and we don't have to talk about that. You can go back and find my earlier show with her in the first season to find out about that. But she she's she's working her tail off now. She has four beautiful children. She's raising. They're smart. I love them so much. There's you have a you know you make certain amount of money a year but what people don't understand that that is not uh equated to personal uh evolution if you're not dealing with the issues that you have whatever they are so you could be a billionaire and still have growth or we wouldn't be here i guess so um with all of that in mind and with what you're learning now uh tell me how life is going what you're doing you don't have to get into your specifics but your spiritual growth and so maybe you can help the next person listening to this um i think i'm in a wonderful phase of my life where um you know i had uh I would say I had a phase. (laughs) I have gone through maybe three cycles in my life of uh, making decisions that reflected my lack of understanding and centering wellness um, and spiritual growth um, in healthy relationships, centering positive, healthy relationships Mm -hmm. and understanding that I didn't need validation and loving from others that as long as I'm grounded and centered and I have healthy relationships, relationships, I'm not talking about what's significant, just relationships in my life, um, that that is the foundation that's important. And I still am an advocate. I'm still out here working, you know, doing the work for the people but I'm healing and I said that's what it is I'm healing people because I've been through those experiences and through my experiences of understanding what it's like to go through extreme situations that are very serious and needing help not getting help or getting help (laughs) what both of those experiences feel like it's informing the work that I'm doing every day to help people um and so I really think I've come to this um critical I would say evolution of myself where I am it's kind of like everything just flipped (laughs) what was in the front 
Now it's like, you know, so I'm not saying my my professional self is not important, but it what in terms of my priority, my family, my growth, my evolution, my children, our wellness, our safety. Finally, those are a position where they needed to be. And the reason why it was flipped in the first place is because I never had that in the beginning of my life to guide me as my compass, saying that this is most important and everything else comes. So finally, I'm flipped and I understand, you know, what used to be not important is important. And what is important is just a little bit less important. Like I can't be the professional that I want to be as a woman well-rounded and not have the foundation in place with my family and and them because I don't want to you know I'm a I'm a person that believes in energy and vibrations and transition whenever it's my time to transition I don't want to walk away saying Sadika did x y and z I want people to remember me and Sadika was this way I had this experience with Sadika you know, I that's the legacy I want to leave. Not so much what I did; it's more who I was. Um, you know, and so I now understand that, and and I believe that it's positioned me to now do amazing things. I think I've always been on that path. God has covered me throughout everything I've done, and I'm so thankful. But now I'm I'm truly position and I would say that I am in alignment with what the universe is asking for me to manifest um but it was only in recognition first of myself I had to I had to recognize I guess you can call it the shadow side like I had to understand what was happening within myself and Mm -hmm. face myself and you know and at the same time for whatever weaknesses i had not Mm -hmm. allow that to in any guilt that i may have for anything that happened or shortcomings that you know others would say about me (laughs) that to wipe all that away and say you know what this is just an experience this is just a growing opportunity this is just an evolution of who i am i'm supposed to learn if i didn't have that contrast i couldn't be who i'm supposed to be so let me not beat myself up but but definitely learn from it and move forward amen and that's and that's i i feel like our family the women specifically in our our the sisters the Williams sisters uh, five of us are all on the same journey because I, I feel like it's an evolution for our family it's it's an evolution because if we can make those shifts and changes within ourselves then our children who are our future generations can also um and and then they'll find something that they have to make better and then they'll find have something that they'll each generation makes a, a recognizes where they need to be um more aligned i won't say a better person i won't say most successful because i believe we're all successful at where we are no matter what we're doing where where we need to be to grow but uh but each generation uh 
shines a little bit more brightly. And I think you're doing a wonderful job and I'm glad I'm a part of your journey. And um, I can't wait to have you come and speak live with uh, on the PPC radio show on May 4th uh, on www.thegrownfolksradio.com. It's going to be great. So thank you so much for taking your time to be with me. And I think I'll be on the road next week when we're doing this. So I don't even know where I'm going to be in the world. So I'm excited to see where that's going to be and to do this with you. So thank you so much, Sadiq, for for being with me. Thank you. Thank you. And be safe. Love you. All right. Love you too. All right. I can absolutely admit to at a time in my life believing with everything in me that I was a minority. I mean, I am a biracial child of the 60s, living in a perceived white man's world. What I've come to understand is that I'm only limited by my vision of who I am. I know somebody is saying, but look at the world. Folks are being hurt and abused by the state or, or, by the powers that be. I'm not blind, I see what you see. I see the reality that we've created. But I know if I see myself as an evolving being who can have and be what I place my attention on, everything changes, I promise everything changes. Sometimes that picture ain't pretty out there. But when I shift my thoughts to what I want, my life always excels. So wherever I am is where I choose to be. I don't blame God, other people, or anyone else. And I certainly don't blame myself. I just know that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be that's going to take me down the right path. Well, that's it for another PPC podcast. I want to say thank you again to my younger sister, Sadika Rose Williams, for sharing her inspirational story. She is the first mother that I'm focusing on this month of May, and I really appreciate her. To hear more from her, please tune in May 4th from 2 to 3 Eastern on the PPC radio show that is on www.thegrownfolksradio.com. Facebook and YouTube Live. Thank you again to my super producer, DJ Kid Disco, for awesome music and production. God bless you all. Until next time, that's a wrap. Wrap, 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 wrap. Hi, this is Cinda, and I want to tell you about the PPC Radio Show. Every Wednesday from 2 to 3 Eastern, DJ Kid Disco, Shelly Shell Williams, and I sit down and talk with wonderful guests from all over the world. We talk about how to survive healing your heart and everything in between. 
So go to www.thegrownfolksradio.com to listen in, or you can watch us live on Facebook or YouTube. That's the PPC Radio Show from 2 to 3 Eastern. See you there.